Ready for this one? Let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. This stuff is freaking nasty. I love it. Absolutely not. <laughs> we just did a nice uh, holiday shot. Peppermint schnapps. I guess we should probably tell them what they're listening to. Welcome to Fruit of the Vine, where we learn the Bible one sip at a time. In this case, one shot at a time. Probably just the one shot. Hopefully just the one shot. <laughs> I'm Amanda. I'm Rev. Um, and it is good to be here. It is. It's really great to be back. Uh, do you want to tell them what just happened? <laughs> um... We tried this once already. So, Amanda poured the shot, the first go around, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and spilt hers, which panicked. Fine, but then in the midst of trying to clean that one up, tipped mine over, and it got everywhere. Literally everywhere. So. So here we are. Welcome. We're off to a good start. <laughs> We have an exciting episode. We just said we're drinking peppermint schnapps. That can only mean one thing. Christmas. Christmas time. Christmas episode. So this episode we're going to learn all about Christmas. A little bit of history of Christmas, I hope. We'll mm -hmm. see. Um, we have a couple of really good questions for our good reverend friend here. Do you want to kick us off with some... Tell me about Christmas. I know nothing. Do you know what I know? It is December 25th. And... Supposedly, Jesus' birthday. Supposedly. That's what I know. Yep. That's the extent. So, yeah, we celebrate Christmas as Jesus' birthday, but whether or not he was actually born on December 25th, like, there's there's a lot of question around that. Okay. Um, we don't really know, but it just, that's... That's when we do it. That's, that's when, when we, we do, do it. The do. That's when we do the do. Um... And actually, now that I'm thinking about it, before we get too much further, I did want to give a little disclaimer today. We are outside. Join us on the patio. Yes, we're on the patio. So I live in the middle of absolute nowhere. Yes. So um, we've got dogs and coyotes and chickens and stuff in the background. Trains, possibly. Trains, trains we'll, probably we'll, trains. We'll get that cut out by... Um, my sister, who's going to have a good time editing this episode. It's going to be a fun one for her. Sydney, we love you. You're great. Yeah, absolutely. Enjoy. <laughs> um, but no, we couldn't waste this opportunity. It is in the 60s, and that doesn't sound like much to most people, but we're from Florida, so it's a kind of a big deal for us. It's too beautiful outside to, you know, spend spend the evening inside. Exactly. Exactly. But picking back up on Christmas. Yes. Um, let's dive in with your list. All right. Yeah. Um, the next thing is just, what is Christmas? Where is the, do you know where, like, why we, why we do the big celebration? Why we do, do the do? What's the history behind it? <laughs> so, um, I like, where do I even begin? Because honestly, there's so much that goes into it. Um. Do you want to do, like, the Cliff Notes version? Let's do a Cliff Notes version. Yeah. So, good. birth story of Jesus. Yes. Right, so that's that's kind of where this is all centering around, is, you know, the birth of Christ. Right. And um, the whole idea of, like, giving gifts, like, the wise men gave their gifts 
Do you know what I think of whenever we, <laughs> whenever I think of the three wise men and the gifts they gave um, Jesus? Uh-huh. Is that uh, that TikTok? No, is it a vine? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Judas. <laughs> I wish I knew it. Judas, no. <laughs> so good <laughs> oh this is going well yeah uh, um so i want to touch on the nativity scene though. yes yeah absolutely cause right, guys, because right it's a big thing obviously i see it every christmas i know what a nativity scene is yeah. i don't know what the independent independent elements mean so when you picture a nativity scene there's right. usually you know you've got like mary and joseph and baby jesus right um they're in the stable he's in like the little basket sort of thing mm-hmm. um I'll touch on that in a second. And you've got your three wise men, shepherds, and an angel. Mm-hmm. So the this comes from two different birth narratives of Jesus. What? What do you, okay. Yeah. Do tell. <laughs> so in the book of Matthew, okay, um, we get this birth narrative, this birth story, from mostly Joseph's perspective. Uh-huh. Wait, who's Joseph? Joseph. <laughs> Let's Joseph. start with that. <laughs> so, um, Mary and Joseph. Okay. Um, I know Mary is Jesus's mom. Yes, and she was engaged to Joseph. Okay. And an angel visits her in the night. Right. And tells her, "Oh, um, hey, surprise, baby, you're gonna be pregnant with the son of God." <clears throat> no biggie. Now, her story comes up more in Luke. Okay. But. In Matthew's version, he okay. focuses on Joseph and says, you know, this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. Mm-hmm. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph, mm-hmm. but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because <laughs> Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, right, so this is the Jewish law of the time, Okay, um, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. Because, of course, his first thought is... is There's something sus going on. Yeah. Like, this is looking really sus. Um, you know, she's engaged to me. She's pregnant by somebody that's not me. Which, like, let's... Let's be honest. That sounds not real. Yeah. yeah. And so, legally speaking, he had every right to have her stoned. Casually. Yeah. And not so, the fun kind of stone. Not. <laughs> <laughs> like the kind where they throw rocks at you until you die. Not the, the less kind, The less, like less alive stoned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like Snoop Dogg. Oh, he has a Christmas album. Oh my God. <laughs> I just thought you should know. <laughs> so he's like, yo, what do you mean? This is crazy. But then, after he'd considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Mm-hmm. Right? So, basically, the angel visits Joseph in the dream says... She's not lying. She's not lying. <laughs> Um, you are the stepfather, and like, what a responsibility! That'd be that'd be kind of scary, right? You're not my dad, Joseph. Can you imagine? I think about that a lot. 
just teenage Jesus <laughs> being like, you know, 14 or something, and Joseph's trying to tell him to do something. He's do the like, dishes. You're not my dad. <laughs> oh my gosh. I digress. Um, <laughs> right, so that's that's the first half. But then where we see kind of like this nativity scene starting to come forth okay, right. is um, in chapter 2, he talks about the Magi visiting the Messiah. So that's where you get these wise men. Like the three of them, you're going to like this a lot. They were astrologers. Ooh. And they were watching the patterns of the stars. Okay. And saw this one star, like, just out of nowhere. Did not make sense to them. It was so bright. And, you know, they've been tracking this for Mm -hmm. months and years. Mm -hmm. Like, they knew the Messiah was coming. They didn't know when. And they were like, bright star. Bright star. I'm going to go there. Right. And so, um, they found it. Herod heard about it, and he was disturbed, mm-hmm. and all of Jerusalem with him, right, because um, the king of the Jews was supposed to be born, but Herod was king, so he's like, uh, no, yeah, step off. Yeah, he didn't want to be dethroned or whatever. Basically. Okay. So is Herod bad or inherently, or like, like what's his, like, never mind, we're probably gonna get into it. Yeah. Cool name, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Basically, Herod tells them mm-hmm. to go... Find him. Mm -hmm. Go and search carefully, and as soon as you find him, report to me so that I too can go and worship him. To assassinate him. Bam, bam, bam. Judas, Um, no. (laughs) Judas, no. After they heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. Mm -hmm. So they're chasing the star at this point. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. And on coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Durr. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. And I'm sure Herod was super pleased. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super great. He was furious, and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under. Bro, why two years? This kid was just born. See, okay, there's a whole other backstory to this. Right. We'll probably do another episode on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But, like, each of the Gospels or all of, like, each of the books of the Bible like, was written for a particular audience at a particular time. Right, so Matthew is writing to Jewish Christians. Okay. So there's going to be a lot of stuff that ties back to the Old Testament in here, and, like, the fulfilling of prophecy. Yeah. Because that's what they already know. Which, by the way, half of those words mean nothing to me, but we will get into that when it's not the Christmas episode. Yeah. So that's, okay, so picturing, like, the nativity part, though, that's where the wise men come in. Okay, so wise men come from Herod. Yeah, wise men come from the book of Matthew. Um, They are the astrologers that they found, you know, like, you know, there's always a bright star. Yep, yep. That's why. Yep. Um, In Luke, however, Luke focuses more on Mary. Okay. And, like, the actual story. Like, how Jesus came to be. Right. So, a little bit of backstory. Elizabeth is Mary's cousin, super old, gets pregnant with John the Baptist. Okay. He's an important character. Not so much right now in the Christmas story. But eventually. But eventually. He, we'll he's, be talking about He's him. a big deal. Okay. Um, 
So in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, mm-hmm. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, mm-hmm. to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. So this is mm-hmm. Mary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's going to mm-hmm. be married to him. The virgin's name was Mary. And so the angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Okay. And at first, Mary was greatly troubled at his words and mm-hmm. wondered what kind of greeting this might be. Mm-hmm. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Mm-hmm. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Right, so the angel tells her, like, you're going to be pregnant, and this is going to be a big deal. Because David... God, in normal pregnancies, nerve-wracking enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> For real. No pressure. Basically, hello, friend. Hi. You're going to have the Son of God now. Oh, God. Yeah. And My so, anxiety would implode. So she says, how will this be since I'm a virgin? What's the name of that? There's a name for it. Immaculate Conception. Did I get it? I, yes, I, you did. I did, you did. right? Yes. Uh, so I, I made was a joke. So proud. Long backstory. I made a joke about it the other day and I said, I'm pretty sure this is wrong, but here's the joke. And I said that. Nice. And you did it. I got it right. Proud of you. So the Holy Spirit will impregnate you mm-hmm. and... Um, even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child mm-hmm. in her old age. Mm-hmm. And she who was unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. And she says, I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And the angel left. And then she is pregnant, very excited. Then comes Mary's song. Do you yes. want to share it with us? Is yeah. It sh- is it brief? If you missed the first episode... um, can I try to summarize what you Please. mentioned? Okay, so first episode, we were going on about our backstories within Christianity and within the church, and mm-hmm. and this was kind of Kelly's moment of like, oh, this is what I'm meant to do. This is what my calling is um, when she was acting as Mary mm-hmm. in uh, the nativity scene with her now husband. Then were you guys even dating then? Yeah, we at that point we've been together for a little over a year. Okay, because so this was the second year we did right, right. This. Okay, so let's hear it. Let's hear the right. song. So this was your 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 calling. Moment. Yes. So Mary goes and visits Elizabeth, and um, her baby John the Baptist like mm-hmm. freaks out in the womb, like jumps out, mm-hmm. trying to like get to Jesus because like they have this like soul bond basically. Right. Okay. Um, and Mary said. My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me, holy in his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those... Who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and to his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. Wow. So that's, that's her response to getting pregnant. 
like she's rejoicing like she's yeah, so definitely ex- she's, like she's into it yeah yeah and so she stayed with elizabeth for about three months and then returned home so they were taking a census mm-hmm. and joseph went with mary to register who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child while they were there uh the time came for the baby to be born she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Okay, well, pause there. Because mm-hmm. does she leave the baby? No, so... Because, like... The way that it's always presented... Okay. Is that they get to the inn. They'd been riding on donkey, you know, to get... That's why the donkeys are there? Mm-hmm. Okay, got it. Yep, in order to get there to register for the census. Right. But they stop late at night to, you know, stay overnight because yeah, yeah. it's dark. And there's no room for them in the inn. For any of them. For any of them. Oh, I thought you just meant the baby. And I was like, so she knows this is the son of, like, God? <laughs> and she's just like, hey, hang out here. I'll see you in the morning. Goodbye. See you later. Bye. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> like I- <laughs> so basically what ended up happening is because, so these inns, there's, the way they were constructed, mm-hmm. it was almost kind of like, um. Like the inns in Skyrim? Kind of, but like <laughs> words. I, I don't words know if hard. I want to make this comparison, but kind of like on Bob's Burgers, you know, there's like the the store part, and then they live above it. Yes. Except half of that is a barn on the bottom floor. Right. So, oh, I stayed in a bunkhouse like that, barn underneath, housing mm-hmm. on top. Yes. Got you. So that's how it was set up, and so they didn't have any rooms available. So she was in. She's just like, we'll just sleep down here. No mm-hmm. big deal. Good enough for the donkeys. Good enough for the son of God. It- you know? Yeah. There is something really pointed in that, though. The huh. fact that, because in Mary's song, she talks about, like, God has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. Oh. And um, his mercy extends from generation to generation. He has brought down the rulers from their thrones, mm-hmm. but has lifted up the humble. He's filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. So, it's really important here that Jesus is born in such... Like, like squalor, but, like, not yeah. really, I guess. But, yeah, like, yeah, like, squalor. Like, it's just a very humble beginning. beginning. Right. In order for him to be, like, to rise up at the end. Right, right, right. Okay. Like, it's it's all very purposeful. Okay. And so, that's where we get the manger scene from. So, there's no room available for them. They're sleeping in the manger now. Yep. And then... There were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Because think about it. You're a shepherd boy. Yeah. You know, probably... Young kid. Young kid. You've got your sheep. Mm-hmm. Your That's only pretty responsibility. Much yeah. And all of a sudden, it's night. Right. And this bright light comes in front of you, and just an angel appears. I... Uh, okay, yep. Mm-hmm. 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 And so they're terrified. Yes. Rightly so. Yeah. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. So they just peace out their sheep or whatever and just go to search every manger they're just like "Mm, gotta find this baby well um suddenly a great company 
of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Mm -hmm. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. Okay. Right, so Mary was just saying that she's received favor from God. Right, so peace to her. Okay. Because that's where her, God's favor is resting. Yes, yeah. When the angels left and gone to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that's happened that the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and they found them mm-hmm. and the baby who was lying in the manger. Right. And when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child. Mm-hmm. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary treasured up all those things and um, pondered them in her heart. Mm-hmm. Right. So she's just bewildered. Right. You know, this is incredible. Like, this is my kid. And it's a little shocking, yeah. It's it's very shocking. Yeah. Um, so the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things mm-hmm. that they had heard and seen, mm-hmm. which were just as they had been told. Right. Right. So everything's happening just as the angels had told them. Okay. And they're like... Bro, those psychics were right. Yeah, dude, this is whack. And right, so that's where we get the the nativity scene. The nativity scene. That's all the little. It's a combination of both stories. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's why, like, a lot of people have it in their homes. A lot of churches have it outside, Mm -hmm. or as plays incorporated into their Christmas services. Sometimes. Right. Yeah. No. No big deal. So, um, okay, that. I, it's funny because I, as we all know, I am very much not religious, um, but I could picture each element just because we, like we've said previously, we live in a Western Christian society and it's mm-hmm. just so inundated into our culture. Exactly. So. And so, you know, we see it everywhere. Oh yeah. But like how often do we really stop to find out like what it means or like how that even came to be? I am 25 years of age. This is the first time. One time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, that kind of leads me into my next kind of point of how do you feel about families kind of like my own where we're not religious, we, but we celebrate Christmas? See, I kind of see it like... Well, I guess my parents were raised religious, but we're not actively religious right now. Right. But, like, when you think of Christmas, does, uh-huh. at any point, does it, like, come across like, oh, this is the birth of Jesus? Yeah, that's, like we mentioned earlier, that's mm-hmm. the one thing I did know. Yeah. I said, well, it's Jesus' birthday. I mean, if nothing else, we get that across mm-hmm. to, like, everybody. Yeah. And so, you know, there's a lot of people that only attend church on Christmas and Easter. Yourself included. That's Yee. cool. But, you know, I mean, speaking from a pastoral standpoint. Yeah. Like, you know, when we put on those services, we go mm. at it with the intention of, you know, trying to draw enough interest during that night for mm-hmm. people to want to know more. And cont- right, back, it opens maybe. up the door for yeah. the conversation. Yeah. Um, and it's the gateway. Gateway drug into Christianity. It, <laughs> it really is, though. Like the star on top of the tree. Yeah. That's that bright star that right. they were following. Right, right, right. The whole, like, we give gifts. Yeah. That's biblical. Yeah. And I feel like when people get really frustrated with, the concepts behind Christmas and, like, the commercialization of it. Yeah, which I was going to mention. Yeah, like, it stems from scripture. Right. Now, just because, you know, that's where it started doesn't mean that that's necessarily where it's ended up. That doesn't mean it's, like, it's all perfect. Mm -hmm. But 
you know, even in the spirit of, you know, oh, in the spirit of giving, in the spirit of Christmas, like, we're still doing, we're doing the thing. Right. You know? Um, it's all representative, but what's important, I guess, from, like, a, like, a Christian standpoint. Yeah. Is that we understand where it's coming from. Yeah. Because, you know, it's one thing to go through the motions without really knowing why we yeah. do it. And then once we actually learn what it is that we're doing and why we do that, then that's where kind of like... It holds a little more gravity. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things that you see often. Um, and it does give me... I mean, I wouldn't say guilt. I'm not going to say I'm guilty for celebrating Christmas. It's it's a good time. It's a family tradition. Like, But... It, it and I actually get a little um I would get I would I would say I get a little bit angry sometimes angry is not a good word I I get a l- little bit offended I guess sometimes mm-hmm. when I see this but you'll see like bumper stickers coming out around this time where it's like keep Christ in Christmas and I'm like okay well wait to try to shame me <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's really funny you say that because um the whole putting X right yeah I was wondering thing, yeah mm-hmm. um in the Greek. For Christ, it's Christos. Okay. But the first letter of that is a chi, which is X. X. That makes sense. And C-H-I. so, yeah, yeah. And so, technically speaking, there's nothing wrong with putting an X in Christmas. In Christmas. So it's Xmas or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because it still refers back to Christ. Okay. And that is something that I, I did want to mention too or bring up because I it is confusing to me. Mm-hmm. What Jesus Christ? What Jesus Christ? Jesus what So um <laughs> Yeah, so it's not like it's, you know, Jesus Christ like Christ, comma Jesus first and last name. Yeah, that's it's Jesus the Christ. Oh. the Messiah. So the Lord or Lord. Okay. Right, so the Christ is his title. Right, okay. Whereas Jesus is his name. Oh, yeah, because, like, whenever I hear Jesus, I think of Jesus. Whenever I hear mm-hmm. Christ, I think of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then I always kind of thought it was Jesus Christ, first name, last name. Mm-hmm. And that's a really common way to think about it. Because, uh-huh. you know, when you say it, it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know. Cheese like, and rice. <laughs> You know, we got, like, Jesus Christ, John Smith. Like, it all just, it sounds like a first and last name sort of deal. Yeah. But, actually, um, what's really interesting about that Mm -hmm. is that, you know, you'll call him Jesus, but is it in... But it says that he'll be named Emmanuel. Oh, yeah, what? Which is, which means um, God with us. Ooh. Because he is the incarnation, or he is the physical manifestation of god right living among us so jesus is completely god he's completely human at the same time okay i feel like we can probably like delve deeper into that yeah yeah at another point yeah um got it so now he's got like four names no i'm just mm -hmm. kidding well (laughs) yes because his name is jesus but he is emmanuel okay right he is christ he is lord right so it's all of these different titles being applied to the same person. Same same guy. Mm-hmm. Mary's son. Yes. Got you. Okay, I can follow mm-hmm. that. I, okay, so that's... So, like, the name on his driver's license would be Jesus. But his nickname's Emmanuel? Uh... Middle name? I don't know. I guess you could call it his nickname. Okay. Or, like, 
It's one of those things, it's one of those things that all, like, male, middle-aged, cis, white men have, you know, when it says, like, oh, Robert, quote, patients, Bobby. Like, yes. one of those, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah, when it's you're, alias. like, yes. <laughs> yep. Got you. Um, but then, you know, if you think of, like, Christ and Lord, like, like, you think of Professor Smith. Yeah. Right? So, like, Christ, Jesus. It's the same kind of thing. Title. Title. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then that's where Christmas comes from. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he is the Christ. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, kind of unrelated, but a fun story I wanted to share with you just for giggles. Yes. So, my dad, um, he was born December 17th, and I don't know when this happened. Sometime in middle school, maybe high school for me. Mm Mm-hmm. We started celebrating... His name's Ed. <laughs> so we started celebrating Edmus. Good. Yeah. So we Good. do we do Edmus every year. Um, mm-hmm. We don't call it Dad's birthday. It's Edmus. Uh, my aunt even photoshopped a Christmas card, and she changed everything from Christmas to Edmus, and she changed Jesus's face to his face. <laughs> It's so so good. good. It is. It's actually, like, pure fun. And he buys us gifts instead of us giving him gifts. I don't know why. It's just a thing that happened one year, and it's just stayed that way. Good. Yeah. So, that's Edmus. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But is that something that's, like, offensive? Is that that bad? I mean, I'm not offended. (laughs) Okay. That's all that matters. (laughs) Um, If you're offended, listener, feel free to not let me know. You can't take this one away from me. Well, you could look at it, and that could be considered scriptural, like, if you really want it to. (laughs) We can make it. Because him giving you gifts, whereas Christ is the gift. Okay, okay. Right? Like, he's the light of the world. He gifted us our salvation. You hear that, Dad? You're the light of the world. (laughs) Love you, Ed. (laughs) Mary Edmus. (laughs) Yeah, I don't... I'm not upset. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I take it. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. And then the other thing, and you touched on this one really briefly, mm-hmm. was the commercialization of Christmas. Yeah. How, do, how, how does that make you feel? So, honestly, like, it's one of those... <sighs> the celebration of Christmas already has interesting background mm-hmm. as it is you oh know, yeah like you hear a lot about it like it's a pagan holiday yes, and all this yes. stuff i'd love right? to get into so, that if we could we'll see how much time we have yeah um <laughs> but you know it i my under my, mm, if my memory serves me right there were roman celebrations going on at that time of year okay in the, the pagan traditions okay and because the roman government in that point like whenever things were peaceful Mm -hmm. like when rome wasn't fighting with other countries right they were trying to find unity within themselves which meant like you know religious oneness and trying to kind of combine things so that the the roman gods were still being appeased and so there's a lot of compromise religious compromise basically so that people didn't want to murder each other yeah like there was Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But there was there was a point where like Mondays were a big holy day for some of the pagan rituals. Okay. 
and oh my goodness i can't remember his name right now but one of the emperors who was considered like really great for christianity in this point okay had it set so that like this was the day to do your worshiping so christians and pagans alike were all out doing their worshiping because you know you can't be upset because like you're worshiping too so yeah i think in the midst of that kind of combination of stuff i think that's where we get the december our christmas right because they kind of had to combine things in order for it to work to make some peace. Right. And I feel like that's kind of what's happening now. Okay. Is, you know, we've taken this now identified as a Christian holiday. Yeah. And it's mixed with the culture. Right, yeah. Because I would definitely say Christmas is It's a cultural. cultural. It's it definitely, definitely cultural. Is. Yeah. And so, you know, it's kind of the same idea. Okay. You know, we had, we, we got to make it work. Yeah. So, so that's why, I mean, I wouldn't say that's why you guys let it slide, but that's why it's, like, not frowned upon. Right. In the same way that maybe appropriating other things might be frowned upon. Exactly. You know, I mean, because that's kind of, that's where it stems from, is, you know, we had to make it work. Got it. And so now. We're making it, it work again. It still works. <laughs> yeah. The same kind of thing, like, we were talking about a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a gateway conversation. Got it. Well, and I'm sure Christmas and Easter are probably Sundays you guys, like, prepare extra for not, oh, yeah. not just to maintain hopefully some of the mm-hmm. people that come through but i'm sure parishioners that you don't see regularly come in so you just yep. have extra big crowds those days i imagine oh absolutely yeah like usually in december and either march or april depending mm-hmm. on where easter lands that year which is we'll address that later oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know there's usually like if, if the church has a choir, there will be a cantata of some sort, which is just like a big sing, sing-along sort of deal. I have another story, okay. but finish your thing. But that'll be prepared usually for months in advance, you know, like looking forward to this season. Like yeah. this whole month of Advent is like, mm-hmm. it's a big deal. Yeah. But so, yeah, there's a lot of prep that goes into yeah. it. And it, um, can I ask, in COVID times, which we are currently still in, mm-hmm. it's, I'm assuming not quite the same (laughs) very much not it's the same it's a really different process this year traditionally at my church Mm -hmm. we'll we'll you know the choir will do a cantata on the like third sunday Mm -hmm. and so there's another sunday before christmas in Mm -hmm. between but you know it's in that season it's Mm -hmm. in the month of december like we're Mm -hmm. getting ready for it yeah um this year because covid Mm-hmm. We don't have our choir yeah. necessarily. Yeah. And so we are getting a group of individuals together mm-hmm. with songs mm-hmm. and kind of doing an outdoor service. Nice. CDC guidelines, I'm assuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Writing our own cantata. Okay. Um, it's like a combo, you know, soloists, uh, sing-along, yeah. you know, playing videos That's on fun. a blow-up screen. Like, it's going to be this, like, multimedia experience. Ooh. Which big, I'm excited big about. time, yeah. You know, but then people can be in their cars and they can sing along. And, and not have a good time with their families and not worry about spreading dis- you disease. Know, germs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so it is so different, though. Yeah. Because normally we'll have the cantata is on one day, mm-hmm. and then Christmas Eve here we'll do a service at... 11 p.m. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Which, super late, but that's what we do. And, 
you know, we go through our songs, we have a, a short sermon, and everyone gets their little candles, and we all sing Silent Night outside of the church. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. Silent night, holy night, all is gone, all is bright. It's, oh, I love it. And then everybody goes home and it's just like, oh, Merry Christmas. You know, because by the time it gets out, it's, it's Christmas. if it's not midnight yet, it's close to it. Yeah. And so, you know, like that's, that's the first moment of Christmas. You're yeah. spending it at church. Yeah. You're spending it in the house of God. You're spending it in the presence of Jesus. Well, and that's um, what I actually had a story about is, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but my great-grandma on my mom's side um we called her nanny she uh came she was a war bride from england and she lived here in florida when she came over from england Mm -hmm. um and that was a really big thing to her was going to midnight mass on christmas eve Mm -hmm. and that's i always think about her when i when it comes to be christmas time especially um when she got a little bit older Towards the end of her life, she wasn't able to kind of make it out to midnight mass mm-hmm. as much, but we definitely went, like, that evening. There was, like, an 8 o'clock in the evening one, too, that mm-hmm. was a little more manageable for her. But I, I do I do remember going, and, like, it was a very musical one. It was really lovely. So that's one of my fonder memories of church. Yeah, and and that's, that's, that's the whole Christmas spirit thing. Mm-hmm. You know, just experiencing that joyfulness the joy mm-hmm. you know and like the presence of the holy spirit like that's that's what that is is that yeah. just you know that that fuzzy warm heart feeling yeah i'm literally it's, having it right now like the christmas spirit yeah. yeah and so just being able to feel that and be with your family because mm-hmm. you know like in luke's account they're they all came together for the mm-hmm. census which mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not the most like cheery reason to come together mm-hmm. like yeah. the census but Hey, you got to do your civil duty. Everybody's got to come together. And it's going to be weird this year. This year is going to be weird. It's going to be... But, you know, do what you can to stay alive so that next year we can come together. Yeah. Without missing anybody. We'll have a big blowout next year. Right. Right. But it's like, kind of going back to the commercialization and the cultural side of Christmas, it still touches on all the main points. Yeah. You know? Like, if you want to take the moral away from the story. Yeah. Like, the moral of the story, it's still there. Yeah. Um, you know, we're coming together as family. We are... Spreading kindness, spreading spread- joy. Joy, joy. hmm Yeah. Yeah. And all of the symbolism of the decorations and stuff, mm-hmm. it is still biblical. hmm And so, ultimately, we are still keeping the Christ in Christmas. hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If that's a point that people are, like, really focusing on. Like, it's still there. Mm-hmm. You know, for my for the church folk, 
that are listening. What can we do in this time to like really drive that message across? Like, what can we do to make people come back at you another know, point? The week in after the year? Christmas. Yeah. Because like tradition like just as far as church is speaking, week of Christmas is like the most densely populated day yeah service yeah and then the following week dead dead on the one hand it's great because you know we get everybody in and like everyone's got that spirit Mm -hmm. and everyone's like oh this is so good Mm -hmm. but then where does it go you know we're already like on to the day after christmas sale like return all the stuff you didn't like yeah and that's our our schedules (sighs) become suddenly very busy again exactly and I'm not, I'm not saying that with any judgment because I am very much that person. I mean, same. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's just a thing to, like, look at. Yeah. And be just cognizant of. Mm-hmm. You know, the time leading up to Christmas, like, we get so excited. We get to slow down mm-hmm. and just spend time with family and do all this. And then we're back to the races. Yeah. Trying Most to, the grindstone. You know, new year, new me. Like. Oh, my gosh changing everything feel that for 2021 new year new year just jeez. Oh, just 2020 will be over yes the year that lasted 10,000 years it's still march oh my gosh it's still march <laughs> anyway <laughs> but yeah i mean it's we might not point it out as a culture mm-hmm. as much as we could mm-hmm. but like christ is still in christmas mm-hmm. it's just the fact like whether we choose to acknowledge it yeah you know yeah wow that was heavy right yeah i think um we're at we're at almost 50 minutes so i think we're probably getting i we covered everything i had questions about okay well then yeah yeah Yeah. is there anything you want to kind of impart any last words do you have any good christmas stories good christmas traditions you know I'm so excited for this Christmas. It's our first Christmas with my daughter. Yes, Charlie's first Christmas. And I am just so excited to see, first off, what she even thinks of a Christmas tree. <laughs> like, that's going to be so fun. Yeah. Um, You know, we're going to bring out our little play nativity set that we got for her last year. Oh, man. It's, I'm so excited. It's going to be so cute. I'm excited it's too. Like, it's like the little people mm-hmm, mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm, set mm-hmm. up. And so she can actually play with it yeah. and like interact with it. Yeah. And so like over the next few years, we'll get to explain like the story. The backstory. Yeah. yeah. And like give her like the fuller, I guess, understanding. Yeah. Of why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like kind of having these kind of conversations. Yeah. Except with an infant. <laughs> it's, it's fine. You know, I mean, it's, it's so good. I'm so excited. Yeah. That's beautiful. It's going to be a really great time. I mean, COVID might have taken a lot from us, but you had your baby during COVID, and this is, it's been your life since then. Yeah, and, like, how many kids get to play baby Jesus two years in a row? Exactly. Because, you know, I was, like, 20 weeks pregnant at that point (laughs) with her, and so I was kind of showing enough (laughs) for it to count. Yeah. And now she's here. And so during our cantata, we're going to be dressed as Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) A little sneak peek. All right. Do you want to close it out with one last schnapps? Oh, schnapp. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, guys. Thanks for joining (laughs) us. We'll see you in a couple weeks.
Y'all be blessed. Have a good one. Thanks. Merry Christmas. Bye.